Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host. Why, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. We are chatting everything 90 Day Fiance and if you're tuning in for the first time, we are chatting about The Elephant in the Womb, episode 13, but we're also going to talk about... um, family Chantel, but towards the end of the show. So if you want to come back, you can definitely come back or s- stick around for the whole thing. But coupon queen pin. I don't even know where to start with this episode, but how you doing? How was your weekend? Oh my gosh, my weekend was awesome. But dear goodness, why are all of these uh foreign fiancés threatening me with a good time well if you don't upset i'm gonna go home good go home just just, just go. go stop stop threatening me and go home like I, I don't know i don't know and and this was like the running the running theme i think the only one that hadn't said it was was kobe yeah, Kobe's got other issues to deal with after this, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I think the only person that hadn't said it this episode was Kobe. It was like, but everybody else was like, "Well, if they don't want to do what I wanted to, they're gonna go home." <laughs> like, well, it's okay. Well, you know where the door is. You know where the airport is. You figure it out from there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, you can tell we're towards the end of the season when everyone's deciding two days either before they get married a week before they get married or a month before they get married that they don't even want to get married oh yeah oh yeah we've got people talking to hairstylists uh people figuring out well how do i take this prenup to a lawyer we've got a lot going on here we sure do. So let's get into it. I feel like we should get into Jerby and Miona because these two are still wanting to get married. But of course, Miona doesn't want nobody to be there. <laughs> okay. I'm not understanding the whole flip flopping situation because if you remember last week, Jabri kept saying how unhappy he was and if Miona didn't do things his way, he was leaving. And oh, I just don't know. You know, you're an entitled millennial. I don't need a spoiled entitled millennial. Like, what? Okay, are you too? Like, he's remind, he's giving me Kara vibes, who's like, you know, she swears she's like 60 in a 29 year old's body. um but it's just like what in the world is going on here so he's saying he's unhappy his family sees he's unhappy but this week he's like she says let's elope and he's like "Ooh, elope that's a new word yeah 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 let's do that let's let's do that like what and then she decides that she wants to speak to his mom and what's with the whispering? She's like, can I speak to you? Well, Jabri, I'm like, okay, did we enter a library? Are, are we not all on the same page? Do you not want Jabri to hear what you're saying? Is this a lie? What's going on? Because it was almost like if she would have gotten any more quiet, she would have been miming. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) But she's sitting there and she's just like, yeah, we want to elope. And we looked at Joshua Tree. And I'm trying to figure out like, what is, okay, here's the one thing. I'm not sure 
that they can get married out of state anywhere except for Vegas, is it? I think because the way Vegas works, where anybody can get married in Vegas, I think because she's a foreign fiance, and I'm not sure about this, but they may have to get married in a state where she is just like, let's go to Joshua Tree. Let's go to Miami. Let's go to uh, Los Angeles. Let's get, that's not where he lives. That's not the state where you're sponsored to. So I don't know. These two are on different wavelengths. Like you mentioned last week, Derby, like, you know, I don't want a spoiled brand. I want a queen. I want someone to be with me and support me through my music and everything. And then talks to mom and is like, I don't know if I want to get married. I can't. I don't know what she wants. Like she was so ambitious and blah, blah, blah and everything and all that. And then, you know, it seems like they still want to be married because he loves her and everything, but she's not compromising with him. And then the way she talks to his mom, like we're just going to elope like these guys, like, I don't get it. You know, we've seen this guy like literally snob through the past episodes about not feeling, feeling pressured and everybody around me telling me that I shouldn't get married and, you know, eloping and everything like that. And it's just like, Oh, I can't stand these two. And, you know, again, I know you guys heard this so many times, like, I'm not a fan of this couple, but here we are again, this week's episode thinking that she's like, oh yeah, your mom seems like it. She took it really good. It went well. Meanwhile, mom's having a conversation with stepdad and is like, I don't know what's going on. They're all of a sudden eloping. Jerby seems like he's going to get married to her. Dad thinks that he they're actually going to wait a year, but he doesn't understand how this visa process works, that he thought that they were not going to get married at all. And mom's trying to tell him, hey, listen, they are still getting married, but they're going to save money and do the beach wedding later on. And they're not getting married somewhere closer. I'm still trying to figure out which state they're going to get married because time's running out. And as soon as I feel like as soon as Miona heard that they wouldn't be able to make it because there's not enough time to plan. She was just like, yes, yes. No one's coming to this wedding and it's just me and him. It's just super crazy. It's just like, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's thinking. Like, does she really think that she's going to have him all to herself and be able to tell him what to do? And, and the question is, what, okay, she wants this lifestyle, but if he can't make, if he can't work with David, if he can't, if they can't live in a place where he can save money, where is he going to get this money mystically, magically from? I don't get it. Neither do I. I really, really don't. I mean, I wish this couple the best, but it seems like they're both delusional. They are. They don't know what they want. Neither one of them knows what they want. They just know they want to be married and live on love. You know, she loves him. He loves her. And all they need is love. And rainbows and kittens. Unicorns. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything else to say about this couple? No, but next week, guys, the parents sit down with Jerby and Miona, and apparently he's feeling like he's been treated like a 15-year-old, and dad's like, you are acting like a 15-year-old. So I'm excited for that conversation. Oh, you're not the only one, because I was like, Finally, somebody calls him out on his bullcrap. <laughs> oh my gosh. So who do you want to talk about next? Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, let's get into Bilal and Shaida. Shaida. Oh, no, it's Shaida. Yeah, Shaida. Yeah. 
So we're still talking about this flipping, flapping, flubbing piece of paper called a prenup. And actually, I have to agree with Shaida on this. You know, she's talking to Bilal because his ex-wife came over to the house. Now, my problem with Bilal on this is that she she let him know that Shahida, which is his ex-wife, came and spoke to her and talked about the prenup, which she feels is between them. But it's like, why is she approaching her about this? And instead of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to nip this in the bud. No, she shouldn't have come and talked to you. He's like, well, you know, speaking of the prenup, like, dude, you're more worried about the prenup. What is it that you are so scared that you have that she wants to take? And if you are so afraid that she's going to take something from you, why are you marrying her? Because even then he tries to turn it around. Well, are you going to divorce me? Are you planning on cheating on me? Stop. If you're not worried about doing any of those things, then this shouldn't be a problem. I'm not saying that it's a contract. I'm just saying that, you know, when you get married, we just sign this contract and it becomes more serious. So I was actually impressed. <laughs> with I'm impressed by you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually impressed with the way Shaida actually handled this. And it seems like she's been doing her homework because she's like, I'm going to take this to a lawyer. And I'm like, you go, girl, because in other words, it seems like everybody seems to be worried about these kids who are not worried about anything. And everybody's like, well, we have to protect the kids. We have to protect the kids from what? Like, is Shaida, like, is Shaida going to become mommy dearest? Is she going to turn into the, you know, the, the evil stepmom from Cinderella? Like, what is going on? Like, I, I couldn't, I can't understand it. And let's not talk about those rumors, Bilal, that the house that you're living in is actually a model home. Oops, did I say that? Yeah, I said it. Because there are rumors out there. And that the home that you tried to, quote unquote, prank her with is your real home. So, hmm. If that's the case, what is it that you have that she wants? But haven't we seen this before with Miss Memphis? You know, thinking that, you know, her dear husband is going to try to take something from her. Like, uh, I don't know. What is with these people? I don't even know where to begin with him. I think you really summed it up with this situation, but I'm glad. Yes. She's opening up her eyes and trying to think things through again. Another person thinking like, do I still marry him? Do I still move on from this? And, you know, I feel both sides because yes, it seems unfair. I'm glad she's going to take it to a lawyer, but I feel like, oh my gosh, Balau is really, when he talks about marriage being a contract and it's a business agreement and everything and trying to protect, and you hear this woman like saying like, I had to sell my yoga studio. I had to like, you know, she's, she's very known in her community back home. Right. And, and I think that's, that's the thing is like, you're not taking somebody that you're just like picking up off the street. You're taking someone who is well known in their in their in their hometown who has left a lucrative business behind 
for you mm-hmm. because she loves you to come and get treated as though she is not anything. She is a businesswoman. And she doesn't have a, how can I put it? Where you see some of these foreign fiancés where they have a business that may not transfer over so well. Mm-hmm. But she has a business that if she gets certified in the U.S. and and I'm not sure if her certification actually isn't already good in the U.S. because you know, we are talking about a U.S. territory. So her certification may be good already. And mm-hmm. she can either become some part of someone else's studio or start her own. Yeah. So why are you treating her as though she's someone who has no ambition, no nothing? I mean... She took them out and, you know, had her own little, I can't even say a little, but she had a yoga session. They weren't taking it seriously, but she had a yoga session with them. So it's obviously something that she's into. This is her career. This is her business. Why is everyone acting like, you know, and I have to keep what what keeps coming to mind for me when I watch this couple, honestly, is everyone's worried about what Shaida's doing. But my question becomes, why did his first wife divorce him? And if and and what the heck is her second husband doing that she's so worried that her kids won't be taken care of if this prenup doesn't go through. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very confused by this couple. Or should I say, I'm very confused by the going ons around this couple, because it's not the couple themselves. It's like you know, you have the ex-wife who's always present. You have, you know, this now weird issue with the prenup it's like I'm very confused because we never we haven't seen the first wife's new husband even though he's supposed to be present and active in the children's lives um and everyone keeps acting like he's not there now don't get me wrong because we have seen where in-laws or step parents or bonus spouses or whatever you want to call them are they don't sign the contract for TLC so they won't be seen on camera but it's made to seem as though this person um I believe his name is Robert or Richard or something is very present and active in the children's lives but it's almost like if something should happen to Bilal they're almost scared that there will be no money. Like, what is going on? You know, it, it makes me sad because I know at the beginning I did say, you know, some things about her that I didn't like because when she saw like the lavish luxury home, she was just like, oh my God, this is my life. And, you know, and all that stuff. And of course, throughout the season, this is what's amazing with this. Uh, we tend to change our minds and perspective. And, I'm starting to feel really bad for her because she is an, a hardworking and successful woman. She leaves everything behind having to come to the uh, United States and hoping that her husband will take care of her in the, in the time frame until she gets her green card. And then she's able to flourish and do whatever she's got to do to regain, you know, like you mentioned, like start with somebody or open up her own studio and build that community. And it's just so sad that she's going through this. And I understand Bilal's point of view of this whole prenup situation, but it's like, you know, this woman, you have to still recognize that she's left everything. She's left everything to be with you, her own business. And it's just unfortunate that it's happening. This is happening to her. And I'm hoping that she's able to put something into this prenup. Yeah, it isn't fair sometimes, but you know, I just didn't like how he was just like, are you going to break up with me? 
No. Do you ever plan on cheating with me? No. But if you become a prick or an a butthead, then eventually I would probably want to divorce you. Like, you think I'm going to stick around and deal with your crap? Like the, the way he said it, it's like, well, then this paper does not matter. See this paper? It won't matter if none of those things happen. And I'm just like, ugh. ugh. But the thing is, if it doesn't matter and you don't expect her to cheat on you or leave you or anything, then why are you drawing it up? exactly why are you doing it like if this is the only reason why are you drawing it up i didn't get that i didn't i so didn't get that i didn't get it either i honestly i don't know what's next for this couple we did see pictures of them in new york city for the tell-all they were holding hands but we don't know if they're still together i'm assuming they still are because it's been what over the 90 days this thing's been filmed beforehand Uh, so you know they are still together but we'll see like what new stuff they're gonna uncover about them who knows who knows so speaking of luxury lifestyles Let's talk about Thais, Patrick, and of course, John. (laughs) So Thais is still stuck on, you know, the fact that she doesn't want to tell her father that she's getting married, but she seems to go out for a night out with the girls. I have this weird question. How is it that these people that know absolutely no one, absolutely no one. Now, it bugs me out because, how can I put it? They have 90 days, which is three months to get married. Some of them are saying, oh, this three months is not time enough to get to know someone. But you get to know people on the outside. You're like, these are my girls. These are my friends. Oh my gosh. And they speak Portuguese. How in the world is it that you can't know, get to know the person that you live in the house with, but you can find somebody outside that you don't know and find them and figure out, Hey, they speak Portuguese. Hey, you know, I, they love hanging out the way I do. And you're calling them friends. Like where did she get these friends from? Where where in the world did she get these friends from? Really, where did she? <laughs> and and I think it's getting me because it's like it's more than one. Like at least Natalie had like the one that one weird friend, like Julia. But yeah, she's got these two friends, and they're like, "Hey, girl, hey, like, okay, did you know each other in Brazil? No, these are my friends from here." what are you talking about okay but okay they have a night out even though it's weird they have a night out and she finally admits that hey because they're asking her what's going on with the wedding plans and she is like hinting oh the wedding plans are going great but you know she really doesn't have anything to do with them and then she tells them you know, that her father doesn't know she's getting married. Now, she tries to brush it off, but I'm finally glad that these, air quotes, friends say something about, you know, you need to tell your dad because she's making it seem, and and it was kind of, honestly, that was something that was kind of really irritating me about Thais, where she is, oh, John's talking crap about me. He's talking crap about me again. He just kept saying it wasn't right that you want to get married and your father doesn't know. Like, tell your father as soon as possible. (sighs) So they leave, you know, they, they, they let her know that, you know, that's not cool. That's really, really not cool. And it seems to be the one thing that changes her mind because 
it seems like as, as long as Patrick and especially John are saying it, she's not going to call her dad. She just wants to get married. But in the meantime, John is planning a wedding. And I'm like, wait, what? Is he really planning on marrying this woman? He is really planning on marrying this woman. He does not want to let her go. I'm like, okay, what in the world? But he's in this shop picking out a suit, not necessarily a tux. And John's talking to him, hey, have you spoken to her about the father thing? What's going on? What are you going to do? You know, and he's trying to he's trying to talk some sense into him because it's like, if she's lying about this, what else is she going to lie about? What else is she going to withhold from you? Which definitely to me makes sense. But oh my gosh, what what did you think about this whole weird situation? You know, John's got some valid points. He really does despite of his craziness and, you know, him trying to live that bachelor lifestyle, I just feel like he's got some valid points here. And, you know, I, I feel like the more I think about it, what is Thais really her intentions are? Yeah, she loves Patrick. She wants to be with him. But what is her intentions? We don't hear like, oh, I want to start um, a company. I want to, you know, have my own beauty line, sell clothing, have my own makeup line. You know, it's she, where, what is she here for? Is she just here for the, just the green card and have somebody su- be supported by for the rest of her life? Cause that's what it seems like. I really don't understand what her intentions are. And the fact that she hasn't told her dad about this whole wedding situation and they do end up doing it, but in the next episode, it's just, I don't get it. Like, what is her intention? I, I feel like she, it's just the green card alert. Oh, definitely just the green card alert. Definitely just because she even says, you know, I want to be, I like being independent and nobody can tell me anything and I do what I want. And it's like, Okay, but what money do you have if if Patrick should today to decide to stop paying for everything? What money do you have to do what you want? You know, what money do you have to even get a ticket back to Brazil? Like I'm 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 very confused by her logic. But she agrees that she's going to call her dad and let him know that she's marrying Patrick ASAP. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, because, for real. Because we look in next week's uh, we look at next week's trailer and he doesn't seem too pleased. No, he's not. He really isn't. And this whole situation with money and everything and how I should know everything, what you're making and all that, to me, it's just, I I can't with her. Like, you're not doing a thing. You don't speak English like he says very well. How are you going to be calling all these people? But- right, which, which was the thing which he said in, in, in even in planning for their wedding, like, I can't stop what I'm doing to translate for you yeah and what did you think of him booking the stylist the makeup artist for her and then she started getting upset like I didn't even have a trial I don't even know if I like her like I the thing is at this point how can I put it? it you you didn't have a trial but you can't to me you can't be choosy because it's his money it's yeah. his money. He has to, and and it's one thing to say, okay, I didn't have a child, but you're under a time constraint. Mm-hmm. So, and and you and I both know, like, at some point, you have to, you have to kind of pull the trigger. Like, you you you're not gonna hire the worst makeup artist, but you may not have time to have a trial. You have, may have an event coming up, and you're like, hey, I need my face done let's do this 
let me see some of the work you've done. Okay, well, I'm going with you. You know, and you kind of like hope for the best. So I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Moving on. Okay, so who do you want to go to next? Let's do. Hmm. Why don't we talk about Kara and actually no, even Muhammad. Oh Lord, Eve and Muhammad, Eve and Muhammad. Muhammad got on my nerves this week. I mean, if I heard, I went to my dream cup. One more time. I have dreams. My dreams are different from your dreams. It's like, oh my gosh. What is with this man? He is, he, he pretty much is waving the red flag in her face. Like there was a minion in her room going, Beto, 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 Beto. Like there's ambulances showing up in her, her, her room, like sirens going off. And all she's talking about is, I want to get married to my king. Like, girlfriend, what are you doing? And she's like, he doesn't consider my feelings. <laughs> he keeps telling you he's not considering your feelings. He doesn't want to postpone the wedding. He wants to get married in a mosque. You're talking about having more children with this guy. And he's letting you know if his children aren't raised Muslim, he doesn't want to have more kids. How much of a red flag, like, do we have to show up? Do, do, Angelica, I think you and I have to hire some sort of dancing telegram with red dress dancers who have this red banner that show up at Eve's house. Like, <laughs> what? What is it going to take? He is really not into you. He never really loved you. He was there for the green card. Like, he literally is telling you he's here for the green card. Like, uh, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But my thing is, who, where, what, what school of I'm, I'm getting a visa? Did he go to? <laughs> I'm curious too. And I have to ask the guy from the mosque. It's like, well, are you looking into another sponsor? I'm pretty sure that he's dealt with foreign, you know, immig immigration in the past and people coming from foreign countries. And I'm pretty sure he knows that it doesn't work that way that you just say, okay, well, I was getting a K-1 visa with my fiance. So now I'm going to get a student. I'm just going to hop and get a student visa because you and I both found out that's not how any of that works. However, Muhammad decides to get a visa. If he decides to get a different visa, he has to go back to his country first and wait and then prove that he's here for that specific reason, whether it be student or a company is hiring him and he's getting a work visa. Like, he can't just say, hey, you know what? Angelica, will you be my sponsor? Sponsor me, yay! <laughs> now, any of this works. Like, there is no hopping from sponsor to sponsor. So I, I, I don't know. I really wanted can, to punch him in the face. Uh, you weren't the only one. It's like, well, I'm just going to change my sponsor. And I'm like... Is he serious? And he's like threatening her with that. Well, you know, and she's like, well, we have to get married first and we have to do this. And I want my dream wedding. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is with the Barbie doll dream wedding? And what in the world in the museum crap did she pick? Like, I like the Metropolitan Museum of Art, but I'm not planning on getting married there. 
like what was she doing I, I and she's like this is like a castle no girl you look like you found the closest museum you could find and they said yeah we'll host the wedding basically I, I was like oh my gosh and and I, I found it very strange because most most wedding venues have some sort of person that meets you at the door that says hey let me show you around the place this place had no one no one I was like what in the world what is she doing and she's just like fantasizing and he's just like okay uh-huh <laughs> like she she she's just like I, I think part of it is Muhammad irritates me for one reason, but Eve actually irritates me for another one because she's like in La La Land. She's like seriously in La La Land. Like everything is like, I'm going to marry my team and I'm going to have my dream wedding. And it's like, lady, you are too old to be living in. Oh my gosh my dream wedding like you have a whole son like he is not two he's not three you know you have a son that you have to take care of so there are responsibilities like I don't get it and I mean Angelica you have been through so much but I don't think I would have ever imagined you saying, hey, you know, I want to have this wedding and it's so amazing and we're going to get married in a Barbie dream house. No. 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 I was annoyed by him. Why don't we just get married now? I need my papers. I need my green card. We have, yeah. he's emailing her papers of like her of his documents have a conversation with her this guy is so desperate to get his green card because again he what does he okay okay who is who i want to know who is fooling this guy on his on his green card situation (laughs) like like even if if they got married tomorrow let's say he bullied her and yes i am using the b word he bullied her into marrying him at the courthouse tomorrow. What makes him think that he marries her tomorrow by the next day he'll have his green card? Oh my gosh. I because don't know what planet. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get married and by the next week I'm going to have my green card. Did we not hear like we, we've had these, this proof even with a lot of the 90 days, hey, it takes months, it takes years to get your green card. I mean, just look at Florian. Look at let's look at Florian. Let's look at, you know, Pedro. Um, Pedro. Let's look at Asuelu. Let's look at all of these people. It takes time. This is not something that you say oh, well, I'm going over to this country and I'm going to marry the love of my life and, hey, we're going to get married tomorrow and the next week I will have my green card and my papers to work. That is not how any of that works. That is not how any of that works. I mean, think about it. What was it that Karen was complaining? That Pedro stayed home on xbox playing xbox all the time why because he could not work so if there is a moment in time or a period of time where this person can't work what makes muhammad think he's any different that his mm-hmm. amazing hair is just gonna they're gonna say oh, he's got amazing hair we've got to get him on the next magazine he's got to be working like next week no, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's 
boggles my mind how desperate he is for the green card. And it's like, he does not understand what's coming to him. It could be up to five years of him not even being able to get it. I honestly feel really bad because I feel like she, she's getting frustrated and she's realizing like the person he's becoming, he's, you know, you have to feed him, you have to bathe him, you have to walk him, you have to, whatever he needs, you have to attend to him. And she's realizing she's the only breadwinner. She needs help. And I hate how he's so unappreciated of her because yeah, she brought you over here, but guess what? Who's going to pay the bills? You sitting at home and being fed and being getting your ass wiped. Sorry, I had to say that, but it just irritates me because it's like, hello, she spent money to bring you here. It's not going to take, you know, snap of a finger for you to get your green card. What the heck is this problem? I, you know what, after this episode, I got to tell you, I did some research and I'm just wondering, are they still together? And guess what, guys? They are still together because she says this man has a lot of dreams and ambitions. Okay, oh well, gosh, you got to fork out the money. Well, what is the matter with her? Yes, right? Like, like, what is the matter with her? Like, and then, and then I think the thing that pissed me off was like when she says, well, he's like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go back to Egypt. Well, dude, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, don't threaten me with a good time. You know the way to the door and you know the way to the airport. But then he like pisses me off when he says, when she says go, he says, well, I need you to buy me a ticket. No, 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 no. Remember you were leaving. Right. When you threatened to leave, you threatened to buy your own ticket. So you either figure that out on the way there. But that does not mean that I'm buying you a ticket. Like, no. Ah. And I mean, she points out something very, very key, which we don't hear many of the American fiancés say. In other words, she's taking care of home. She's taking care of her son. And then she's taking care of him, which, believe it or not, again, for those who are considering doing this, you are, a, you are adopting a whole grown individual. You are responsible for them the same way you would be responsible for your child. So, and it's maybe in some cases for years. This is not just during the three month, 90 day process. This is okay. You guys decided to really get married. You are now responsible for them for years. Because you have to be responsible for them until at least they can get working papers and then get a green card. Because one thing is, most people don't understand, they can get papers to work before they get a green card. That does not mean that they are a legal, you know, U.S. citizen. This means that they are able to work in America. just like guys please like if you are considering this really take it into consideration please make sure you know the person that you are supposedly falling in love with because Muhammad is a Shrek and a half and it's just like whoa it's frustrating it is it's very frustrating and I mean, the one I feel really feel bad for in this case is, is Darren. I mean, he, he has to hear them arguing. He has to see his mom crying. So it's just like, I, I feel really bad for him. So uh, I think we have one more couple. Yes, we do. Actually, let me just double check here. No, we got two. We got Guillermo and Kara, and we got Emily and Kobe. Oh my gosh. Are we coin tossing it for this one? <laughs> these two kind of act like one. It's kind of like the same couple. 
You know what? Let's get into Karen Guillermo very quickly. You know, these two, uh, we've seen them up and down. She's very controlling. Guillermo decides to get a haircut because she's like, you know, I got all my stuff together. You need to get your stuff together. I just want to make sure that you actually get your stuff together, you know, because I've been planning this and I've been giving you everything that you want and trying to make things perfect because I pay attention to detail. And I just need you to make sure you got your suit together and you get that haircut. So Guillermo finds a place to get his haircut and has this a lovely conversation with the stylist because she shared as he was sharing everything about his relationship that he was really irritated, annoyed about that this hairstylist was married for about a year and or seven months and they ended up splitting up. And I was just like, oh, dang, Guillermo. Now Guillermo was going into this haircut nervously, but now he's just more nervous about the wedding because this woman here, Kinsey, was just like, you know what? Uh, she's got words of wisdom and saying that you guys need to respect each other, communicate and don't hide anything. Don't keep anything inside. So this guy gets home and they decide to go on a date the day before the two days before the wedding. Um, it's their last, what, 48, 72 hours of being single. They're going to be married. And then the conversation comes because Guillermo got all of this confidence and words of wisdom by the stylist. And it's saying, we need to respect each other. We need to communicate and we need to work together on this marriage. Are you going to change? Are you planning on changing? Are you going to be different? Are you actually going to make those changes? And of course, Kara, after a margarita, that's it. She's out and about. She's angry. She's upset. She doesn't know, like, what's the point of planning this wedding? If you're asking me these questions now, why couldn't you figure this out before? Uh, oh my gosh, Guillermo. Why couldn't you figure this out before? Why are we discussing about this now? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, look what's going on. You've learned to not keep anything inside and look at you. You are just guns blazing at the dinner table. I have no idea what to think of these two. Guillermo seems like a sweet guy, but I feel like he wants green card, but I'm not sure. But I feel like after this conversation, he's a bit lost. You know the funny thing? I think, how can I put it? I I don't think he's after the green card. I really think he likes Kara, but it's almost like Kara showed him when she was in Venezuela, she showed him a different Kara. And now that she is on her home turf, she's become a whole new person. Because it's almost like you sometimes you look at his face and he is so like, what the heck am I doing? Like, and, and then she, even the way she talks about herself in the third person, well, I'm so much older. And it's like, then when you look at the age, it's like, it says 29. Why are you behaving like a 60-year-old in a 29-year-old's body? And it's like, even when she's reading off all the stuff, oh, I did this. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do that? And then, and it's, it's almost like you want to go, okay, mom, because that's the way she's behaving. Well, I, I just want to make sure that you're responsible. Ugh. Like, what is that? What is that? Seriously. I feel so bad for Guillermo. And the fact that he had, he feels like he can't talk to her. He has to talk to a stranger. The fact that he's saying stuff like she forces him to go out when he doesn't want to go out. It's like she's badly behaved. I don't get it. I think the last time we saw something like this, we were looking at Ash, Jay and Ashley, and we saw how that ended. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Ugh, I don't. I honestly don't get it. Um, what can we say? I, I don't even know. We'll see what happens next week, but let's get into Kobe and Emily because Emily is pregnant. The one thing her dad asked her not to do in his house is to have another baby. And guess what? 
Apparently now it's going to be Kobe's fault uh, because his pullout method failed. Oh, please. This is both their faults. But Emily takes the blame for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually did get this rumor uh, when we were getting snapshots of the couples in New York City for the tell-all. So it seems like Emily is having a baby girl or something like that. But oh my gosh. (sighs) She waits to tell him that she's late. Of course, after she bought herself a ring and then returned it and felt really bad, supposedly. But in other words, again, he didn't create this baby by himself. He didn't assault you, you know, you could have at any time said, hey, let's use protection. You know, he didn't want the birth control, but I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of other protection you could have used. So I'm very confused. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I don't know either. It's, uh, I feel like he's gonna, depending, he may go ask her dad, Hey, I need a hundred thousand dollars and I will be the CEO of your company, but it needs to happen now. (laughs) Oh my God. Speaking of, (laughs) speaking of Princess Andre and his royal subject, Libby, they are having baby number two. They sure are. They are having baby number two. Um, So, and if you're not following them on Instagram, that's where we found out. They revealed it on Instagram. So, I'm like, oh my gosh. But Yeah, and we also heard that Miss Ellie has her own YouTube channel. Yes, Ellie has her own YouTube channel where she is the boss of her youtube channel mm-hmm. but somebody on face on instagram on instagram on twitter said and i have to agree if you have to sneak into the public bathroom at the pharmacy to take a pregnancy test maybe you shouldn't be having a baby <laughs> like you guys should have thought about this better than you did like and if it's the one rule that was asked of the house, then, and you couldn't follow that one rule. But like they said, Emily rules everything. Everybody does what Emily says. So let's see if they're going to do what Emily says on this one. Yeah. Mm, God. All right. Enough about these two. We're going to move on to the family Chantel. And of course, we're going to just chat a little bit about the divorce, but you know what, Coupon Queen Pin, tell me what happened. So, okay, well, remember last week where Chantel spent the night on River's couch? Well, he enlisted the help of Mama Karen, or did Mama Karen, Mama Karen actually invited herself like she normally does into every situation because River wanted to go and speak to... Um, Pedro by himself because they've got a great situation going on right now and he figured he would get some information out of him rather than you know mom wanting to be there but mom starts her shenanigans because they show over they just pop up hey what's going on why is Chantel spending the night over at River's house we can't get any information out of her so we figure we get the information from you And he goes on to say, you know, hey, you know what, how he feels that Chantel's being lazy and this and that. Now, the funny thing is when he shows up, when they show up, Chantel is at work. Chantel admittedly says she works three days, 12 hours a day. So she is literally working a full week within three days. She's working 
again, working a full week within a three-day span. So his thought is, hey, she should be home cleaning up and waiting behind them. But the funny thing is, they we finally get like they make it, he makes it seem like they have some sort of two-bedroom or three-bedroom with a two with a two uh bathroom home. They have five bedrooms and four bathrooms. So he wants her to spend, I guess, the entirety of her four days home cleaning and then cooking behind him, making sure that, you know, he he feels that this is her being supportive. Now, the funny thing is, he's saying when she was going to school, he was doing it. When he, when she was going to school and when she was now, remember when she was, he, she was going to school, she was also working. She's going to school and working and he was sitting home. There's a huge difference. He was home all the time because of course he could not work until recently when he had gotten the uh warehouse job over the past couple of years yes he's worked his way up and now he's a realtor but i mean come on now he feels that she should be doing the same thing she's not staying at home she's literally working again a full week's a full week's time in a three-day week so she's extra tired. She's got to repair herself. And then the other thing is most people don't realize that nurses are on call. So it's not like, hey, she can say, hey, they call me in for an extra day. I, I, ha- I have to be able to say no because I have to clean and cook for Pedro. No, that's not how any of this works. You know, so that happens. But in the meantime, Alejandro is still in the Dominican Republic trying to get Nicole to fall in love with him again. Because that's just what he needs. He needs help. He wants to rekindle what they have. You know, this is after his conversation with Garaima. And she's still not having it, even though she admits if her family weren't in the middle of this, she might give him another chance. Hmm. Is she really done with Alejandro? Or is it because mom and Pedro are looking? That's That begs the question. But we also see Miss Winter go on a nice date with her friend, Chris, who actually she wants to prove, hey, you know what? new body, new person. And she's starting to look amazing, amazing, amazing. She has been working out. She's taking her fitness and her health seriously. So, and she's getting out there and dating. She's not so much into the guy that she was with before. And no, we're not talking about Jaw. Yeah, there was a guy between Jaw and Chris, but she's feeling Chris a little bit. She's out there dating and having a good time. And she admits, hey, she has no problem talking to coworkers. She has no problem talking to friends. But when it comes to people that she is interested in, she kind of doesn't know what to say. But really cool to see the chemistry that she and Chris have. And mom and Chantel have this, are, are really into the fact that she's into this Nigerian prince, Chris. So we'll see where that goes. But who knows? Because, of course, this is the family Chantel. And as always, Chantel is trying to lay down the law with her family. You know, she lets them know that, hey, it's not cool for you to stop by my house. There are boundaries. But Mama Karen has no idea what boundaries are. I don't know if she knows how to spell the word boundaries. But, yeah. And it seems as though... 
the more they try, the more they fight, and the more things go frozen between Chantel and Pedro. So we'll see next week because she goes to a friend, she gets some advice, and it's like, hang out with these coworkers, and it gets a bit awkward. So we will see. We will see. Now, over the past weekend, we've seen a lot happening with Pedro and Chantel. Um, if, for those who haven't seen yet, they are officially divorced. It's a messy well, no, one. He filed for divorce. He filed for divorce. He, yeah, exactly. Sorry. He did file for divorce and it's a messy divorce. Um, yeah. I don't even know. Like, is that yeah. the reason why he is divorcing her? Because of the fact that she's lazy. She's, you know, she doesn't want to help cook know, and clean. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know, but he's claiming she took $275,000 out of their accounts. Um, now here's the thing is I know, I think, I believe they're at their last net worth. They were both worth 2 million. So, and this was before he could actually get, um, royalty checks from TLC so he kind of may not be able to claim that that is all his money. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But And it seems like Mama Lydia is, also has plans on him building, bringing her to America and buying her a house. So, hmm. It might just be for the trade-up. I don't, I don't, I don't think, how can I put it? I don't think the divorce is so much because he feels that she's lazy. In other words, he's, he's gotten a taste of the good life and now he may just want more. And he thinks that, you know, that's the way to do it because he's making a little bit more money, but if that's the case, Pedro will learn. That's all I can say. Because there's one thing to do it with someone and there's one thing to do it by yourself. So we'll see if he ends up with, you know, a new realtor girlfriend or something. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But if, if, if he ends up with a realtor girlfriend, that means that Chantel wasn't too far off. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> well, we'll see how the rest of the season unveils with leading up to this divorce. I'm really hoping that we don't see much of the family Chantel. Give River a show because I'm interested in her life right now. Then Chantel and Pedro he's apparently he's put a restraining order as well too so i mean are you really telling me that now i could see him putting a restraining order on the rest of the family chantel Mm -hmm. but really against chantel like what is chantel gonna do to you (laughs) like is she going to like cheerleader her way into your life like give me a p give me an r Give me an E, give me a Z, give me an O. Pedro, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I, I, I don't see, I, I mean, I, I could see his mother being more volatile with the art of pursue mm-hmm. than, than Chantel. Like, there's nothing about Chantel that says, hey, you've got to pull a restraining order on me. (laughs) Like I said, I could see the rest of the family. River, yeah. Mama Karen, yeah. Maybe even Papa Thomas. But (laughs) not Chantel. Like, really? Pedro, you're stretching it a bit. Like, what what is she? You you heard her, 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 her heels running away from your house. 
You thought she like lit dog poo on fire on your porch. Like, what are we doing here? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. For real. Well, is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? We can definitely wrap it up. Well, guys, don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast and also the Queen Pin and the Wingman available on your favorite podcast platform. And thank you guys for tuning in. That's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Before we get into this episode, don't forget to vote for the podcast at the Latin Podcast Awards 2022 for popularity. And don't forget Etobicoke Community Votes 2022. We have been re-nominated again. I need your nominations to be part of the top four before the voting. And then there will be another chance to really vote for the podcast for the final result of the winner. I need your help, guys. Everything is in the show notes. Thank you so much. I cannot believe this. We have been re-nominated again for the Latin Podcast Awards. This is the third time. And the Etobicoke Community Awards for the second time. Thank you guys so much. Now let's get into the episode.